2: for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: That's right. This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, everyone. I'm Eves. Welcome to This Day in History Class, a podcast for folks who can never have enough history knowledge. Today is February 12, 2020. The day was February 12, 1974. Russian author Alexander Solzhenitsyn was arrested, charged with treason, and stripped of his citizenship. The year prior, Solzhenitsyn had published The Gulag Archipelago, a book on the communist Soviet forced labor camp system. Solzhenitsyn was born in 1918 in Russia, the year after the Russian Revolution took place and the Russian Civil War began. He was raised by his mother, as his father was killed in an accident. He studied at the University of Rostov, majoring in physics and mathematics. It was in the 1940s when he began to get negative attention from Soviet authorities. During World War II, Solzhenitsyn was drafted into the Soviet Union's Red Army, In 1945, he was arrested for writing letters to a friend that criticized Soviet dictator Joseph Stalin. He spent the next eight years imprisoned in labor camps for political prisoners. His sentence ended in 1953, and his first day without armed guard was March 5th, the same day that Stalin died. But after he served his sentence, he was sent into exile for life in Kazakhstan. There, he taught math and physics and wrote poems, plays, sketches, and a novel. In the following years, Solzhenitsyn underwent treatment for cancer and survived. He began writing down the experiences he had as a prisoner. Nikita Khrushchev, the new Soviet premier, denounced Stalin. Solzhenitsyn was then freed from exile and he moved back to Russia, where he continued teaching and writing. His novel, One Day in the Life of Ivan Denisovich, about life in one of Stalin's labor camps, was published in the Soviet literary journal Novi Mir in November of 1962. The novel was popular with Soviet readers for the way it depicted the everyday struggles of life in a forced labor camp. The book inspired others to depict their own hardships in Soviet labor camps and gained a global audience. It was, however, controversial, as Solzhenitsyn was accused of being anti-Soviet. The book aggravated the rift between anti stalinists and conformists. Khrushchev fell from power in 1964. Solzhenitsyn was increasingly targeted by authorities as he continued to write short stories and denounce government policies. After 1967, his work wasn't published again in the Soviet Union until 1990, For years, the KGB, the Soviet Union's security agency, collected information about him and seized his writing, as he was deemed an enemy of the state. In 1969, Solzhenitsyn was expelled from the Union of Soviet Writers. The next year, Solzhenitsyn won the Nobel Prize for Literature for, quote, "...the ethical force with which he has pursued the indispensable traditions of Russian literature." But Soviet authorities did not let him go to the award ceremony. They continued to harass him, with the KGB even attempting to assassinate him with Rysen in 1971. But he continued to publish his work. In 1973, he published The Gulag Archipelago Abroad after the KGB seized a copy of the manuscript in the Soviet Union. The word gulag refers to the network of labor camps in the Soviet Union. The book provides a record of the arrest, interrogation, conviction, and imprisonment of people in the system, along with Solzhenitsyn's personal accounts. The Soviet press denounced him as a traitor, and on February 12, 1974, he was arrested and charged with treason. The next day, he was exiled from the Soviet Union, He proceeded to travel throughout Europe, and by 1976, he had settled in the U.S. He lived in the U.S. until 1994, when he returned to Russia after the Soviet Union dissolved. Back in Russia, he praised the leadership of President Vladimir Putin. He died in Moscow in 2008, remembered for writing works that criticized the Soviet Union and communism and revealed the conditions people faced in the forced labor camp system. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you've seen any good history memes lately, you can send them to us on social media at TDIHCPodcast. Or if you want to get a little more fancy, you can send us an email at, thisday at iHeartMedia.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you again tomorrow.
2: For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David.